in the sugya of gratitude, so it's been a while. Um, I want to get very practical. I want to get practical today. Um, let's get some practical examples this week and Be'ez Hashem next week as well. We've been talking about gratitude, just to recap. The, what we're trying to do is to change our mindset to automatically be a mindset of gratitude, not something that should be a reaction, not something that we even have to work on too hard. It should be part of our blood, a part of our system, part of our mahalacha chayim. Our mindset should automatically be shifted to gratitude. How do we do it? How do we do it? We talked about the mileage of it. We talked about happiness, how it's linked to gratitude. The simchas chayim that people have is because of gratitude. So it's all very nice talking about the mileage, but the mileage, what do we do? Okay? So this week and next week, I want to go through, I think I have six, six practical eights, maybe it's five, five practical eights of how to work on gratitude. We'll start number one with chazal, chazal masakin, various things in order that we should have gratitude. And the very first thing is an obvious one, it's one of the things that we do many times during the day, and that is making a bracha. Making a bracha is to recognize that everything comes from the Rabbani Shalom. The word baruch is unfortunately translated, mistranslated, but it also means bless. But really what we're saying is, is that we're saying that the Rabbanisham is, is the source, is the makar of all of the bracha, and to acknowledge that everything we have in our lives comes from the Rabbanisham, and we're saying you, Hashem, are the source of all of our blessing, all of our bracha that we have in the world. And we have to constantly learn, Meir Brachas Bechol Yoim means that we constantly develop our focus of life being that everything comes from the Rabbanisham, and that everything we have is a gift from Hashem, and therefore we have to develop that mindset. And that's why we make a hundred brachas a day, to constantly recognize the source of everything we have. Birchas HaShacha, right, one of the most incredible examples, that the things that we often take for granted, right, I try sometime when I make the brachas, Zoykev Kufufim, just to put my back up, because Lemaisa, you know, we don't realize, we don't appreciate the things that we have until often, unfortunately, we don't have them, right, it's the famous El Shem Tov, Vayda of the Nefesh, we unfortunately appreciate things when we don't have them, I, you know, when I was, um, a few weeks ago when I had the corona, whatever, and I push up swallowing was like an avoida. It was like, okay, I'm about to swallow. Okay, ready? Brace yourself, go. And it was so painful. And I remember one of the boys in she was like, you know, can I get anything for you? I'm like, just do me one thing, just appreciate the fact that you can swallow. Because like, it's so hard for me. And it, it like, now I'm, Okay, you swallow, but we do it the whole time. It's good to appreciate it. Boom, it doesn't happen. Oh my gosh, wow, I can swallow. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. The things that we do in the morning, from putting on our shoes, from getting dressed, putting on a belt, opening our eyes, standing up straight, these are things that we take for granted, but yet we wake up in the morning... And we should absolutely open up our eyes and realize the gifts that the Rabbanisham has given us. And again, the purpose of it is gratitude. To say thank you to the Rabbanisham, to appreciate. Wake up in the morning, the first thing we do, thank the Rabbanisham. And we have um, the Rabbi Sachs, Zatzal, from uh, the Rabbi of England, said a beautiful thought one time. Beautifully said. He said that if you ever looked at insurance papers, right, if any of you that ever signed insurance papers for a property, for whatever it may be, so it says over there that you are insured for many things except for an act of God. What's considered to be an act of God? A hurricane, a tornado, or something like that, right? So Rabbi Sachs once said, says it's so sad, 
that only when a tornado comes and only when a hurricane comes, oh, that's an act of God. But a simple sun rising or simple things that are happening in the world, that's not an act of God. That's what, it's, it's sad that we don't look at that as an act of God. We have to learn to look at our focus, to not take for granted the things that we have on a daily basis that the Rabbanisham gives us to recognize what's going on. What is the very first thing that a Yid does when he wakes up in the morning? is Moida'ani. Why are we doing that? Because the first thing that a Yid does when he wakes up in the morning is to recognize who gave our neshama, who gave our life back, who allowed us to breathe. Moida ani lefanecha is the very first thing that a Yid does in the morning. The Chudush Arim, the Ger Rebbe, explains the reason why a Yid is called a Yid from the Lashon Yehudi, Lashon of Haidah. When Moida, we give thanks, we recognize, we have gratitude to the Rabbi Shlonam for everything that we have. So the very first thing that we have to remember and recognize is an institute in our lives is to recognize the good that we have from the Rabbi and express it. I'll tell you a modic pshat that I heard from the Heiliger Rodomska, from Naftali Rodomsk. This is a modic pshat. Listen to this. The Posik says, and we're all familiar with this Posik, Mihoish Hechofetz Chaim, Oyev Yomim, Right? So we know the Posik, as we know, famously is talking about Shmir Saloshan and right, the Chomet Chaim talks about this in Agdoma to Shmir Saloshan that if a person, and we translate it as who wants life, who loves the days, everything is good, guard your mouth from Loshan Hora and you'll have a wonderful life, you'll have a good time, or whatever it may be. This is how you read the Posik. Who wants life, loves the days? to see the good that if you learn to see the good and you learn to recognize that everything you have in the world is from the Rabbani Shalom then you won't speak Lashon Hara because you recognize that everything comes from Hashem and everything is good and everything you have is good and when you start to recognize and realize that what we have is good it's Gavaldic I've told over this myself before but I think it's so Gavaldic I love it a head teacher of a school got a phone call one time from a, a lady that she fired a number of years ago and uh, she was very surprised to get the phone call like she hadn't heard from this lady for years and she fired her she was like a bit Ooh, why you know why are you calling me she said well I'll tell you to be honest with you after you fired me I moved out of town I was very embarrassed it was hard to me I had no job whatever so I moved out of town and uh, I went to a different place and I decided a few years later which is ready now to take on teaching I took a teacher's course and I want to learn how to teach properly I, want, I really want to learn how to do it maybe I made some mistakes in my past I want to do it properly so one of the very first assignments they gave us to be a teacher was to call up the person you hate the most. Therefore, I'm calling you. So the teacher was like, oh, thanks, that, that's great. And then she continues to continue the, the, the conversation. And it said, okay, so they told us, you know, think of the person you hate the most and then write 10 things about that person that they did good for you. So this teacher was thinking, I hate that headmistress. She, come, she fired me. I had to go out of town. It was terribly embarrassing. I don't pronounce I hate them. How can I think of anything good? I started to think. I started to think of a few good things. I said, you know, actually, when I came into town, when I first moved in, you, you know, you brought me cake over. When I first moved into the school and I got a job, you introduced me in such a nice way. You gave me an introduction. She started thinking about a few good things. And she actually put 10 things to paper of the things that actually you did so good for me. And then the, so then the, 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 the instructor said, I want to call that person. I want to thank them. And she said, I want to thank you. I hated you because what you did for me. 
But then I started to think of all the things and I counted the blessings that you gave me. And then I realized, you know something? Maybe what you did for me was actually not something so bad because I realized all the good. And then many times in life, we have situations that look bad, that are people that do things, whatever it may be. We have to learn to change the mindset, to look at the good, concentrate on it, highlight it. It can change our mindset of how we look at people as well. Right? It's the same thing also when a person is jealous on something else. What eliminates jealousy? What we so often jealous of someone because we compare ourselves to him or to her. They're doing well. They're successful. They're doing this better. I'm not. And therefore, I am jealous. Happiness, as we've said, comes from within. If we're only happy because of our external sources and things that go on around us, that is not true happiness. That's fake happiness and it will not last. If you want real happiness in life, learn to be happy and happy has to come from within to compare yourself to somebody else and that makes you happy it makes you higher it makes you better is because your happiness comes from outside it doesn't come from within we have to learn how to be happy from within that's real happiness and that's a real simcha sachayim that a person can have I want to give you a couple more strategies to discuss okay in fact we haven't really discussed strategies let's go now discuss some strategies today and then Mr. next week we'll do I want to talk about practical strategies lemaisa what can you work on? Like we will call this a vad. A vad is something that we're meant to work on. So that next week we say, okay, we worked on that. Let's move on to the next thing. So let's talk about some practical strategies. Number one, the Zaya Kodesh brings down that everything starts from the beginning. Everything sets the tone from the beginning. If the beginning is good, then that sets the tone for the rest. That means the beginning of the day is the most important part of the day. That's why the Shulchan Aruch says, you have to right, get up, carry. In fact, somebody told me that one of the Gaboim of Marashishiva of Scheinberg used to wake up with Scheinberg and he made like a roar when he got up in the morning. Dafka, as that Shokhanar, get up like a line. The beginning, says the Zoya, is the, sets the tone for the rest, which means the beginning of your day sets the tone for the rest of your day. There's a study that they made that people, there are two ways of waking up in the morning. You can wake up with the radio, that your radio automatically turns on and you hear the news, you hear what's going on in the world, or you can wake up with a Music or something similar. So they made so they made a study that the people that woke up with the radio are naturally more depressed people than people that wake up with music. And the reason for that is because radio generally is bad news. There's no news that's good. It's all bad news. And therefore, if you're waking up in the morning with things that are depressing that are bad, the rest of the day is not going to be gishmak either because the beginning of the day sets the tone for the rest of the day. Therefore. If the moment you wake up tomorrow morning, you wake up in the morning and you concentrate on the words Moita'ani and don't just say them, that think, the Rabbanisham has just given me a life. How many people right now in the world, I've never been to study, but I'm sure there are thousands of people every morning that just don't wake up. We woke up. We have the ability to wake up. Not only do we wake up, that we can open up our eyes, we can see. We can also breathe. We can also stand up. We can also feel. We can hear. There are so many things that we can do. Stop. Right before you say Moda'ani, and thank the Rabbanishan from your heart for waking up. Gratitude. Start your day with gratitude in the right way. The rest of the day will follow with gratitude. You're starting to change your mindset into understanding what you have in your life. Number two. This is a bit of a harder one. I suggested it to a couple of people recently. They did it, and they told me it's unbelievable, and it's mama's changed them. And that is a gratitude journal. Right, you could do it on your phone, piece of paper. It's irrelevant. No one has to know about it. Right, people have done it. I've, I've asked people to do it. They've done it. It has changed them. The Sifrei Kabbalah 
are very big into the idea that if you want your emotions to grow, they need to live on all levels of existence. Now, the Sifri Kabbalah brings there are three levels of existence, right? There are three what we call garments of the soul, right? The Neshama is not just the three garments of the soul, right? There's thought, there's speech, and there's action, right? These are the three garments of the soul, famous from Kabbalah, whatever it is. Therefore, if you want to develop anything in your life, you need to work on it on all levels of existence. Therefore, if you want to develop, which is what we're doing now, a perspective of gratitude, you need to write it down. Even the small things, tiny little tiny things, just know them on your phone. Know them, send yourself a voice note, whatever it is. Things that you can be grateful for. When you write them down, number one, you have to think about it, and you have to do it. We know famously from the Chinuch, the Chinuch says that your outside actions very much actually develop and work on and nurture the inside action and it develop your mind, it affects your mind process. If you want to change your mind into a mind of gratitude, you need to start using all aspects. And that's why thinking and writing, which is an action, adds to what's going on. And one last thing for today is a rep- what we call... Someone did something good for you, he called you up and said, I want to invite you to something, or he opened the door for you, or he poured you a cup of orange juice, or he said good morning to you, or he's in a good friend, he had a listening ear when you had a trouble. These are beautiful things you have to be thankful. Write them down. You write them down, it's going to affect your mind process. Your mind will start thinking of gratitude. Okay? Can you imagine being married with your mindset being of gratitude? Anything. Hashem and people. Both. Could you imagine being married and your whole mindset has shifted before you get married to a mindset of gratitude? You know what that will do to your relationship with your wife? That your whole life will be a mindset of gratitude and you've trained it now. You, you can't start then. There, I never heard of someone giving chosen lessons on gratitude before you get married. They give chosen lessons on nidda. They should be giving it on these things as well. That's a different story. But they give it on you know, nidda, which they do all, they have to also. But this is what we do now. We're changing our mindset so that when the time comes, and it's not too late, you can work on it also once you get married. But the point is to try. One last thing for today, I would say, is what's called a replacement theory. I did this with someone else also. I've tried this out with people. A replacement theory means that sometimes a negative thought comes into your head about someone, about something, about a situation. We have instincts, David. We're, we're human beings, right? At the end of the day, we have, we have a mind. We have, it's our, we have all sorts of things going on, negative influences around us. And sometimes there's not even a conscious choice that we make to have a negative feeling or a negative thought that goes into our head. Oh, I can't believe he did that. He went to the restaurant. He didn't invite me. First thing that comes to our head. Hold on a minute. Replace it. Immediately replace it with a good one. Your roommate didn't invite you to a restaurant? That's really bad. I'm really upset. Immediately change it. You know what he happens? He's a great... He's a, yeah. He's a great roommate. He never wakes me up at night. He's very careful in the morning. He cleans up. Like, boom. Immediately learn to replace... called the replacement theory. And therefore, the first choice is not necessarily our choice. Because something that pops into our head because we're a human being. But what is our choice is the second theory, is the second thought, the second idea. Therefore, if a negative thought ever comes into your heart about somebody else, learn to quickly go along and change it. And therefore, we learn to train our mind to constantly look and see and recognize and highlight the gratitude that we have in our lives. In Mitzvah Shem next week, Mitzvah Shem will continue with some more strategies.